Principle Matters Podcast, episode 276. Hi, friends. This is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the School Leaders Podcast, where each week I bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week, it's Principal Matters Year in Review 2021, and what goals are you setting for 2022? First of all, I just want to say Happy New Year. For those of you that are listening at the time of this recording, it is January 2022. Most of you who are listening are back in school or preparing to enter back into a new semester. Congratulations, and I hope you had a fantastic break over the holidays. Each year, I take an opportunity to share some of the highlights from my podcast and blog in the past year, some of the work I've been doing through Principal Matters, and talk about some of the goals I have coming up in the coming year as well. And I hope this conversation is helpful for you in a couple of ways. First, to give you some perspective in the thoughts that go into the content that you participate in by listening to this podcast. And two, to give you some ideas of ways that you might be considering reflections and goal setting in your own practice. I want to begin by mentioning a gripping opinion post that I read in Education Week this week by Lisa Mead, a principal in upstate New York, whose piece was entitled, A Principal's Assessment, We Are Not Okay, and I'll link to it in the show notes. But Principal Mead shared what I've heard from many principals this past year, that 2021 was in many ways harder than 2020. Among the many important ideas that she shared, she included the following quote, quote, we are not only in a COVID pandemic, but we are also struggling to survive in an emotionally devoid epidemic. Grace and forgiveness are scarce. The stresses and mental health of students, teachers, and leaders are high. We can't rely on routine as there isn't much of one left, and our hopes about finally returning to a typical school year this year have evaporated, end quote. I have also been amazed at the feedback that I've received from principals this past year. One, in the struggles that they've had, but also in the determination and the commitment that they've had to continue serving students and teachers and communities no matter what. Somehow, education leaders keep serving while inspiring others to do the same. But at the same time, it's important to give yourself permission to say you're tired or it's okay to say we're not okay. I'll never forget in 2012, when I attended my first national principal meeting, as a part of being recognized as Oklahoma's assistant principal of the year, I was invited to meet with principals from across the states who shared stories from their schools. It was the first time I had ever been in a setting with that many principals from other places. And I remember looking around the room and thinking, wow, this is a room full of people who represent unsung heroes in schools across this nation people who I've never met, people who hear the heartbreaking and the heartwarming stories of students and families every single day. How can I better connect and learn from their stories? Well, this was the beginning of the idea that started the blog, Principal Matters, in February of 2013. And later in December of 2015, when I transitioned that work to this podcast. And this February will mark the eighth anniversary of my blog, and this past month marked the sixth anniversary of this podcast. And as I look back over all of these years of interviewing leaders 
in writing my own stories of a school experience in, in education leadership, I'm struck by the consistent journey that we have with challenge and success, reflection, challenge and success, reflection. If you are in school leadership for any amount of time at all, you know that that's a cycle that we all go through. And so one of the practices that I like to engage in at the end of a year is to reflect on that past year and then to sit down and think about some of the things that I can plan out and dream about for the coming year. Not because I don't expect challenges to continue, but because I realize that if I'm not setting specific goals, even in the midst of challenges, then I'm probably going to meet my expectations. In other words, if I don't set goals, I'm probably not going to reach any. But if I set strong goals, even if I only reach half of them, I'm going to set stronger, I'm going to make it a lot farther than otherwise. So this year I sat down at the end of 2021 and I just reviewed some of the things to be excited about from this past year. And I wanted to share those with you as an active listener. If you're new to the show, you can go back to all of the archives for the past 275 episodes and hear from great guests. But in 2021, I was so excited to interview 28 education leaders. First of all, I want to say a big thank you to my friend Jen Schwanke, who is an assistant superintendent in Dublin schools in Ohio. She co-hosted more than 12 episodes or she co-hosted 12 episodes with me throughout this past year. But in addition to Jen, 27 other education leaders stepped in to share their stories, including Samantha Bartram, TJ Warren, Emily Pascal, Trelock Olinaird, Anne-Marie Ma, Andrew O'Farrell, Jessica Wee, Brittany Harris, Paul Windler, Loredana Barillo, Sean Odenine, Kimberly Miles, Sam Fuller, Eric Hoops, Cynthia Winchester, Joy Kelly, Marita Diffenbaugh, Aaron Igo, Latrice D. Younger, Trevor Gertson, Aaron Schenninger, Daniel Bauer, Enid Lee, Janelle McLaughlin, Chris Service, DJ Klein, and Brad Gustason. In addition to those amazing guests who at the end of this podcast and post, you can see all of the links to their episodes. In addition, by the end of December 2021, the Principal Matters website has had 400,300 visits and the Principal Matters podcast episode has now been downloaded 636,006 times. So thank you for the now 1 million touches of content that have happened either through downloads from my website or through my podcast. Another exciting piece of this past year's journey for the Principal Matters experience has been the invitations to present and publishing a new book in 2020 called Pause, Breathe, Flourish, Living Your Best Life as an Educator gave me the opportunity to have lots of invitations to share on that book as well as other content that I've done through Principal Matters and Messaging Matters, my other two books. But this past year, thank you to the 29 invitations that I received to share four of them as in-person keynote events across the U.S. and 25 of them virtually. So what an incredible opportunity to expand my sharing because of virtual opportunities. So I just want to give some quick shout outs through this past year. Last year in January 31st, at the end of that month, the Michigan Association of Secondary School Principals asked me to 
virtually keynote for their assistant principal and Dean Summit on my book, Pause, Breathe and Flourish. In February 18th of 2021, the National SAM Innovation Project from Louisville, Kentucky invited me to share on my book through a virtual presentation. I had an ongoing series of virtual presentations with the Ohio School Sponsorship in Columbus, Ohio in January through April of 2021. Also last year, I had a series of masterminds with my friends Yolanda Dawson, Aaron Igo, Samantha Bartram, and Jeff Springer, who are education leaders, and we met from January through June of 2021 together. In June, the middle of June 2021, June 11th, I was invited to share on educator self-care in person with the Archdiocese of Louisville in Louisville, Kentucky. On June 16th, 2021, the Minnesota Association of Secondary School Principals invited me to an in-person event at Breezy Point Resort in Minnesota to keynote on Pause, Breathe, and Flourish. On June 17, 2021, the Texas Association of Secondary School Principals invited me to share a virtual presentation of my new book for their summer conference. August 12th of 2021, I was able to do a Welcome Back Teachers presentation for the Archdiocese of Louisville in Louisville, Kentucky and for a series of ongoing virtual education leadership series with the Ohio School Sponsorship in Columbus, Ohio, I presented from August through December of 2021. A big thank you to my friends at the Pecos Barstow Toya ISD in Texas, where I was able to present from August through November in virtual presentations with their assistant and aspiring principals academy. From September through November, I had the opportunity to meet with the Archdiocese Louisville principals in virtual sessions. And in November 8th, 2021, the Alabama Association of Secondary School Principals with CLAS, C-L-A-S, invited me to Clearbrook Conference Center in Mobile, Alabama to keynote on my book. So thank you to all of those folks who reached out to me this past year with invitations and opportunities to meet your leaders. Also, I've enjoyed offering weekly executive coaching sessions throughout this past semester for school leaders across the U.S. So thank you for those of you who have reached out to me for executive coaching. Each year I try to keep a running tab on book sales. And so if you're curious, I just keep these numbers available. Principal Matters, my first book, has now been sold 1,596 times. Messaging Matters has had... 1,806 copies ordered, and Pause, Breathe, and Flourish, my latest book that I did with Connect Ed Publishing, has printed 1,107 copies. So thank you so much for those of you that have enjoyed reaching out for content through my books. I'm just so grateful for every guest and listener and reader and mastermind member and executive coach member, as well as those that I've been able to connect with through my presentations and trainings, your feedback, your ideas, your challenges, and your questions keep me motivated to keep learning and finding and sharing solutions with education leaders. In addition to the full-time work that I do in Oklahoma, the work that I do with Principal Matters continues. Most of that work I do on my free time by taking vacation time or doing early morning PD or late evening PD. So if you're interested in PD and presentations and work through Principal Matters, you can reach out to me anytime through my website, at williamdparker.com or email me at will at williamdparker.com as well. In the show notes, I'm going to list the titles and links to every episode that came from 2021. So you can go to my website for this post for episode 276 and see all of them there. If 
you want to go back and investigate any of those or revisit any of those episodes. But for the second part of this conversation, I just want to talk about setting, reflecting and setting goals for 2022. One of the tools that I use for self-reflection is a free online assessment called Life Score. It's a product from Michael Hyatt, and you can find it at his website at michaelhyatt.com, or you can go to assessments.michaelhyatt.com slash life score and see it directly there. But the Life Score assessment is a free tool where you can reflect on 10 areas. And those 10 areas include one, your intellectual growth, two, your emotional growth, three, your physical growth, four, your marital growth, five, your parental growth, six, your social growth, seven, your vocational growth, eight, your avocational growth, nine, your financial growth, and 10, your spiritual growth. You can select all of those options or just some of them, depending on which areas you want to analyze and reflect on. When I take this survey each year, I like to include all of them and then look at both the positive and negative statements that are included and then gauge myself on a spectrum using a rating scale that's provided by that score. Let me give you an example. Under intellectual growth, you're given a statement like this on the left side. I am more or less content with what I know. I don't really read or listen to podcasts and can't recall the last time I attended a conference. I don't budget for ongoing education or training. That's an example of a weak response in terms of intellectual growth. On the right side of the screen, you see this statement. I'm a voracious learner, always consuming books and podcasts and other content. I love taking courses and attending conferences. I budget for education and consider it an investment in my growth and success. When you see those two statements, you make a choice of where you fall on that spectrum. Now, in my own assessment, on that specific area of intellectual growth, I gave myself a six. And after completing all 10 of those areas for self-reflection, I received a pie graph and a domain chart showing me feedback for my results. Now, I'm not an affiliate or I don't receive any feedback from Michael Hyatt's website for, for telling you about this life score assessment, but I love it as a free tool. And I would encourage you to consider it or some other way to reflect on your past year. Michael Hyatt also sells a planner called a full focus planner. And I purchased it a couple of years ago. I began to use it as a template for my own personal goal setting. This past year, I used that same template to create my, my own version through Google Docs that I could look at continuously throughout the year. I'll give you an example. Under each of those areas, I set monthly goals so that I could try to figure out where I wanted to grow in this coming year. For instance, in the intellectual growth category, I decided this year I wanted to grow in my reading. It's been a long time since I focused my reading specifically on history and classics. A few years ago, I read a book called The Well-Educated Mind by Susan Weisbauer, and I'll link to it in the show notes. But Weisbauer includes lists of recommended books by historical periods and genre. And being a former English teacher, I was looking through that list and realizing there are so many titles I have still yet to read. In fact, I found a great website that creates a list of all of Weisbauer's recommendations, and I'll link to it in the notes as well. But it is tlnright.com that posted a list of all of the titles by genre and history that Weisbauer included. From that list, I came up with 12 reading choices that I'm making for this coming school year. Now, these are not for my professional growth. These are just for my personal growth. If you want to see a list 
of those, you can check out the podcast episode 276 for my 2022 reading list from January through December of this coming year. I've already begun the first book, which is a book by Laurel Thatcher Ulrich called A Midwife's Tale, called The Life of Martha Ballard. It's based on a diary from the colonial period from a midwife, Martha Ballard, and the diary gives you specific feedback from her experiences serving a small Maine community. And then the historian takes time after each of those entries to explain the history surrounding that time period and giving you feedback to understand the colonial experience through the eyes of a woman. I picked this on purpose because I've read a lot of colonial literature from men, and I wanted to be able to understand that time period from the perspective of a woman who led as a healer in that community in that time period. And I'm already learning tons because I've begun the book already. You can see other titles that I've chosen throughout the year if you'd like to check out the post on the website by looking at episode 276. Also, as I've reviewed my goals for this coming year, I've begun to set some specific goals and targets for principal matters as well. And I just want to invite you to stay connected with this podcast and the resources that I have available through my website, because my goal is to continue ongoing free content for leaders like you by weekly posts, but also ongoing opportunities for people who want to go deeper in their professional growth too. So if you're interested in executive coaching and a mastermind, if you're interested in professional training for you or your teams, then please reach out and I can talk to you about some of the options that exist for that as well. Well, let's wrap this up. I just want to encourage you to think about your own goals. When you think about this past year and you look forward to the year that's coming, setting goals allows you to aim for things that are sometimes beyond your reach. But even if you only reached half your goals for this coming year, you've hit a higher target than you would reach setting none. So let me just encourage you, looking back is, is helpful as looking forward. If you haven't had time to reflect on your past successes or challenges, let me encourage you to consider doing so. Carve out some time in the coming days or months to just reflect and think about your own past experience and your future goals. If you'd like more feedback on setting goals or if you're interested in some executive coaching to help you think through how to do that, then please reach out and I'm glad to coach on goal setting as well. As I think about the past experiences that education leaders have had, both positive and negative in this past year, the thing that keeps me most motivated is listening to the hearts of leaders who continue to show up and to serve in every situation. And I wanna thank you for being one of those leaders who inspires the people you're serving and who keeps inspiring me. So until next time, thanks for listening. As I've wrapped up the 21 year, and I'm excited about the 2022 school year. I hope that you continue to be encouraged in your work because what you do matters. And I'll talk to you soon.